you one and welcome to the Peak PT Studio podcast with myself, Rich Higgins, David Lewis Charlton, and the return of Jeff. Woo! Return of the Mac. Hello. Good. Happy Monday. It's cold again. Baltic. I've got trackies on, shorts, Under Armour shorts, Under Armour t shirt. T shirt. Snow on Wednesday. Is it? No, Supposedly. They always say that, yeah, in Scotland. <clears throat> no, 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 I was in it actually here. In the outer that's what I checked. Supposedly. Yeah, I've seen, it says like, it gives you one of those cloud things that's got like cloud, sunshine, rain, sleep, storm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't quite know, but there's going to be weather. <laughs> I've been on the south coast all my life. Five times it snowed, I think. Tops. Six on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm holding no. true, I'm holding true. But I no good weekend. I couldn't believe it the first time I, uh, at Southampton Uni like first winter and they got snow and everyone was going mental. I was like, does this not happen every year? They're like, no, I haven't had snow for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's nice and warm in Han- here in the south. I remember it snowed really heavily when I was working a late shift at Village and everyone was like kicking off like, you've got to let us go. Oh and yeah, like, oh, that was ridiculous. That it's not that bad. I took a picture I on my to I took a picture on my Instagram of the car and it was like barely covered the bottom of the tire. <laughs> that was that was from that time. Being like, hey, that nah, still nah. counts. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> sorry, boss, can't make it in today. Yeah, it's pretty deep. Tried to dig the vehicle out, but no luck. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah. safe. I mean, drive. it was. I don't think it was even covered enough that you couldn't not see concrete through the snow still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a heavy storm. Stay home, <laughs> The big storm. How's everyone's weekend? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, I uh, saw, saw Creed 3. Had a Nando's. A free, like, you, you had the first time ever used one of their, like, rewards. So <gasps> a reg, we, me and H shared a, a free meal. Mm. So it only cost us half price, <clears throat> and then uh, Tilly broke her shoulder. So a well-rounded weekend. Nice. Yeah. In Nando's, reaching for yeah. chicken. No, she went for lemon and herb dip, so it serves her right. Yeah, she had it coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been to Nando's for ages. I was thinking that the other day. A long, long Team time. In. Half a chicken. Team mm. in. Should have a Nando's meet after after the Saturday class. Just walk to Whiteley. Yeah. Go Nando's. Eat Nando's. all the chicken. I don't think it's open. Damn them. At 11 o'clock. Do you have team meetings then? Yeah. We'll go yeah, lunch surely. tomorrow. Just do a three-hour class until they open. Anyone else want to come? You can have chicken <laughs> for breakfast. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Macho peas and coleslaw. Done. How's your weekend, How's yours? David? Oh, good. Uh, Carmish. So, bit of house stuff on Saturday. Saw my brother and co on Sunday. Went for a nice long walk. Then went to. I've got mine blank. Bar and Block. Oh, yeah. 30% off. Did you? I finally had a roast there. I've never been there. I've never been there. They bring, because they have all the steak and the slight burning, it brings the Ooh, the beef sharp. to be really good. Ooh, I mean, obviously, it could have more on the plate, but 
that's probably my issue rather than the actual <laughs> issue with off. the plate. <clears throat> Even with an extra slice of beef. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. And then dog sitting on Saturday night. Yeah. Have the demon dog. How was yours? <laughs> she enjoyed Yellowstone. Yeah, she's watched more of it than me now. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> She'll be able to tell me what's happening. Oh, not episode one again. How was your weekend? Uh, yeah, good. Um, normal cycling, swimming, running, no racing. Um, and then did some heavy-duty gambling on Wednesday night, <laughs> on Saturday night. So that was great fun. Woo! Yeah, it was... Uh, all on black or all on red? Uh, in, the, in the end, because it was kind of like a, ch- a charity thing and basically the person with the most money won at the end of the night. So it got down to like the last 10 minutes and then everyone was just going on roulette and like picking random numbers, like everything on there. <laughs> um, so yeah, we pretty much everyone bombed out by the end of the night, but it was pretty good fun. It's a, it's a, uh, a good social down the line, I reckon. It was good fun. We had like uh, blackjack, roulette and poker at um, Charlie and Simon Dan's. So thanks for putting that on. But yeah, it was great fun. Very, very good. And then, yeah, just nice. cycling and running as normal. Very nice. So did yesterday you had three and a half hours on the bike and an hour run. Yeah. Is that correct? I had a great time. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> it. <laughs> I had a really Get good two time. two podcasts a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was all right, actually, yesterday. Weather was cracking, wasn't it? It's a bit chilly, but nice. Not really yeah. windy. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. So this week we're talking uh, all chin-ups, pull-ups. So we've got a myth buster on chin-ups and then we're going to get into some pull-ups because everyone seems to have been asking about it this week. I don't know why. Quite a few independent people saying, oh, I'd quite like to get my first chin-up. I'd like to get better at chin-ups and things like that. So it seems a good time to talk about it. But first... Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. That's the Mythbusters jingle. That's that's the jingle. That's it. I I did spot Super Mario Brothers in there. Yeah. I mean, there's little, there's hints from all over. Remember, Jason, (laughs) if you're listening, every podcast is like this. Don't (laughs) listen to another one. They all have these jingles. It's all talking nonsense. Don't need like variety is not the spice of life. Just stick with peak. Factual nonsense. Um, so myth-busting pull-ups, got a couple really, like one that pull-ups is the only way to get better at pull-ups, um, and then also I had a little one around just hand position and things like that, and there's a lot of stuff talked about, I think, with changing hand position, going different muscles, and going wide grip gives you a wider back and all this kind of stuff, it's kind of come out of bodybuilding, I think, of those wide grip lat pull-downs. Mm. Um, Essentially, like, I think hand position is just preference and up to someone's posture, position of the shoulder most of the time between overhand, underhand, neutral grip. Yeah, there's going to be slight tweaks, especially around the forearm and bicep and stuff of what use may be favoured a little bit more. But for the most part, it's literally just going from a dead hand to chin to the bar pretty much. And that's it. And then we had a talking about, yeah, pull-ups is the only way to get better at pull-ups. It's not. It's a myth. 
just kidding. Yeah, so with pull-ups, it's not just your pulling strength. A lot of it comes down to sort of your scapular stability or just how you can get yourself into a strong, stable position to pull from. And so if you get yourself into a strong, stable position in other rows, even your presses, farmer carries and how you sort of set your scapula and hold position with your torso um, can all contribute to the the whole of yeah. sort of your pulling strength and then pull-ups sort of obviously have the most specific adaptation to help with the specific adaptation but similarly if you have the intent of what you're how you're moving with everything else they can all complement your pull-up <clears throat> so it's not just doing pull-ups is the only time you get better at pull-ups so like with the pullovers when we've done had pullovers in the class where you sort of set your scapula and whether you're sort of bending your arm and having it a bit more tricep bend to lower the kettlebell to the floor or whether you're trying to keep straight arm um will help sort of mm. again that same scapula strength and positioning to help your pull-up so lots of things can contribute to a pull-up not just pulling up, like you say, even with hanging. There's many strings to your bow with your pull game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How long were you sat on that thinking, I want to say it, I want to say it, I want to say it. <laughs> Should I, I say it? I don't want to say it. I'm going to say it. I had to put my microphone on mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, right. There's, um, I think like any exercise you know, the, the kind of old school way in certain stuff is people saying, oh, I suck at squatting or I suck at this. It's like, do more, do more squats, do more of this. And yeah, there's mm. lots of ways around it. It's obviously, especially with Magic something shoes. like a, Yeah, exactly. Squat shoes, especially with something like a pull-up. There's a big exercise. There's lots of um, links in the chain that you can strengthen along the way. So it's not just looking at the overall movement. Um, break it down a little bit and there's lots of bits to go on with that one so that's our myth buster and then wait oh man I can't remember what I did go on uh, rewind a couple of minutes re-listen to it and then come back to this point thank you there's your jingle <laughs> yeah <laughs> the jingle just do the countdown one yeah. <laughs> nice um so yeah, like questions this week have been, I think like I said, I have about four or five different people, uh, both on like online check-ins and in studio saying, I'd really like to be able to do a pull-up or I can do a couple and I'd like to be able to do more um, and just get stronger through the pull-up movement. I personally, and just historically from working with clients on this, think that frequency is massive when it comes to pull-ups and a lot of body weight exercises that... Mm doing something like this once a week or potentially even twice a week especially when you're fairly limited is not necessarily enough um and that it's a skill acquisition at the same time so the more frequently that you can do it within reason and within recovery definitely helps the movement yes i would agree <laughs> especially with um there can be many weak links in the chain of a pull-up and so 
that's where frequency I think definitely helps because even if you're not yeah. doing the the pull-up position being on the bar and hanging will improve yeah. grip strength and then that will contribute to <clears throat> your pull-up strength overall again even doing little scapular pulls rather than the actual pull-up and getting time in that position so again your hang and just yeah. pulls yeah. so similarly like with anything body weight I think frequency is especially anything tough mm. like we say weighted press-ups if you want to improve them it's frequency a lot of the body weight stuff as well it's kind of self-limiting anyway because if you're adding external load to something it's really easy to over intensify it and overdo it yeah and still it'll mm. evil and overdo it and cause injury and things down the line whereas something like a pull-up is it has that barrier anyway it's going to stop you before you sort of really overdo it with intensity um so i think you can go a little bit more on volume especially people that are working towards the first one caveat i'd have with that is if we look at it on a continuum like how we work within the studio if on just that movement pattern itself obviously like we've explained there's loads more to it but vertical ring pulls or banded pull downs are kind of at the start end of that so starting with someone sat on the floor using their feet a little bit to help pull up in a vertical pull position um moving them on to banded work on the bar so they get the feel of being up on the bar the experience of being in that position band underneath the feet to assist and take a little bit of weight away from that so they can go through the movement prep there then you're looking at things like negative reps and this is where i think it can get a little bit hairy in terms of potential injury and cause to overdo it is when essentially a negative rep is starting from the top of the bar or starting with chin over the bar and slowly lowering yourself down you're always going to be stronger in that downward phase than you would be in the upward phase of the movement mm. the slight caveat with that like i say is that you're essentially taking on or lifting say 110 or 120 percent of your one rep max for that movement because you can't yet pull yourself up. It's kind of like loading the bar in a squat and putting more than you can lift and just lowering it down. So you have to be a little bit careful about the volume you're doing with negative chin-ups. I'd keep them sort of below three to four reps or something like that and no longer than like eight to 10 seconds um, if you're in that kind of range. That's That'd a be slow descent. Sort of yeah. <laughs> wow. That is evil. Sippy. Yeah, I think that's what I'd go for for most, like, for people building towards a chin-up, if they can get an 8 or 10 second negative pull-up, like, I think that's a good position to start looking at progressing onto vert pulls or getting towards a bodyweight chin-up. I have that as a marker in my head anyway. That's because you're evil. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of, um, I would even say even before sort of the ring chins, because I can bring everything back to a dead bug, even like in a dead bug position, just showing that mechanically, I yeah, forget, people can't yeah. see my video, yeah, but uh, showing mechanically that you can sort of keep a good torso position and then take your arm through yeah. a full range to the floor in a dead bug means sort of yeah. mechanically you can get into that dead hang position safely, mechanically, so as in it's not sort of yanking on any tissues that need a bit of mobility work beforehand with yeah. load so, so i think that's why into, i like a dead bug <clears throat> yeah let's go everything. into stuff outside of the Just movement generally. pattern then so things like that if 
dead bugs, core bracing, things like that, outside of a vertical pull movement pattern that we'd look at. Um, let's get into that a bit. Dead bugs. I can talk about dead bugs <laughs> yeah. today. <laughs> so as in with the dead bug, uh, it's sort of, I like it as a good warm up as well as just sort of pre everything because it's a position that you can get good pelvis position and ribcage position and then take your limbs through a full range. And I just like it as a, if you can do that, technically, if I was to flip you in a full dead bug up onto your feet, it's like doing a single arm overhead press mechanically. So it just shows that you're ready to get into a range, whether it's a pull up or an overhead press or a step up. If you think of your one knee up to your chest, one leg straight, um, bottom of a lunge. So it all sort of mechanically carries over to say, oh, well, mechanically you can get into a good position. So therefore, if you show me we then do an overhead press, a pull up or a lunge or anything whatsoever that, and then there's an issue with your positioning, it could just be, it needs a little bit of coaching, cueing, reminding, load tolerance, whatever it is. It's just, I always like to see if mechanically you can get into a position with as minimal stress as possible. And then if it breaks down with load, with stress, then you know it's not mechanical, it's a coaching or a yeah. load tolerance issue. <clears throat> yeah. It's a good um, little check sheet, isn't it? If you've got that at the beginning, like you say, with the bottom of a split squat, for example, right, well, we know under no load, you have got range to do that through your hip, through your knee, and same with the overhead pressing with the pull-up. And so something we can move beyond that initial movement range at the joint phase, and it's something else along that line of, like you say, tolerance to load, coaching through the exercise, maybe it's stability on a split squat, whatever it might be. Um, it's something along that line rather than necessarily um, movement pattern-based. Trying to think with the other things I like with a pull-up, say like a, so dead bug position, but actually having someone hold on to a, whatever the lightest bar, not even bar, the stick. Yeah. So the stick we have. And then if you can mimic, say, if you're going for an overhand pull-up, you would have an overhand grip on that stick, then get into a dead bug position and basically see if you can do a body hollow mm. with that stick. So you would mimic the patterning of where your arm, scapula, elbow, hand, etc., goes. <clears throat> Same as if it's an underhand, if you want to get an underhand chin up, you would hold it underhand on that stick and try and keep everything close. So literally try and slide the bar in front of your face and then take your arms overhead into a essentially the end of a dead bug position. And again, if mechanically you can, <clears throat> just under core tension, so whether it's one leg extended or two, um, it just helps take your body through those full ranges under some tension. Mm. And then again, that escalates onto, like you were saying, gym rings, banded, whatever the escalation is, you've already gotten used to going through that full range under tension. And then I tend to find that's good carryover of like a first step. If someone's like fully new to a gym, Whereas a few people, if they've been to a gym before, you can sort of put them into gym rings, negatives, 
banded, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I always like to see if people can do floor stuff first. And then if they can, again, mechanically, they're all gravy for challenging that shit. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> so that's a lot of uh, movement and range at the joint in terms of if you're starting on that pull-up journey. Um, is a little bit of a check sheet there if you are doing it on your own. Then going into, I guess, external exercises outside of, like we said, it's more than just a chin-up, more than just a vertical pull a lot of the time. So what other stuff potentially are we looking at supporting someone getting stronger through a vertical pull or through a chin-up movement? I think rock climbing. They should go and do that. <laughs> yeah. do the external gym and peak. Yeah, external uh, exercise. Shout the out Tegan version. <laughs> the Tegan yeah. version and don't use your legs. Just pull with the upper body. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I just got a picture of Lieutenant Dan out of, uh, what was that? Tom Hanks film. When he's climbing up the rig and he's uh, disabled and he's just using his arms. It's an absolute hench. Remember that bit? In the Caught in the Storm? No. Can't think what movie you're talking about. Um, Forrest Gump. Oh no, I think I remember. Yeah. Lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other... We use a lot of, I mean, in warm-ups and stuff in general, like we said before, horizontal rowing. So yeah. strength around mid-lower traps, rhomboids, that pulling movement in general, so biceps, quite a bit of lat involved in that as well. So horizontal rows on the TRX, they're pretty much, I'd say, in everyone's plan, depending on where they're at, whether it's an exercise or a warm-up exercise or something along that range. We've got a TRX row somewhere in there, horizontal rowing. Yeah, quite like a banded face pull. It's yeah. quite nice. Gets everything switched on gets you know mind switch on as well otherwise it's going to hit you in the face <laughs> I think with the um, like you mentioned with the horizontal rows again it's sort of the carryover if there's sort of the intent of moving from the shoulder blade as well as <clears throat> the arms rather than again I tend to find a lot of newer people to the gym whenever they go through any row just like to pull with their arms mm. and then they yeah. sort of stop Isn't sort of with their arms range. there's no upper back pull and tension That's and again it's just but why would you know to do that if you haven't been taught so it's the same as anything movement related to people when they come into the gym <clears throat> there's sort of guidelines and templates of just how to manipulate mechanics to do a movement fit it to your individual needs so like with the um so like with maddie this morning when she was in so she had her three-point horizontal rows and so she could go a lot heavier with a smaller range so if you imagine in a one hand on the bench feet on the floor into your row she can go a lot heavier just going straight up straight down whereas then i wanted to sort of again challenge her slightly different and just increase the range so drop the weight down and really have her reach forward as well as row so it's more like a 
like diagonal. Rail on a bit of an arc, on a bit of a sweep. Yeah, almost. so it allows the sort of feeling and sensation of reaching your shoulder blade and then pulling that back as well as the arm. Um, I think it's a really good point for pull-ups, like you say, on what you're thinking about, what your shoulder blades are doing and <clears throat> scat a lot of the time. And it, it can end up with people that have done chin-ups but not necessarily gone through this process of you end that really rounded upper back shoulders massively internally rotated forward and the pull becomes a lot about biceps and front of the body just brute 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 force and strength i'll force my way up rather than the key well a couple of cues we use around like shoulder blades and scap when you're pulling is putting your scap in your back pocket putting your shoulder blades in your back pocket Mm. drawing your kind of shoulders down and away from your ears to start us off with so there's those like scat pull-ups we talked about i've used in the past um scat press-ups a long while ago but i don't find them particularly useful because a lot of the cueing there is just um forward and back rather than necessary if you look online a guy called eric cressy works with a lot of baseball players and uh throwers mm. and he he's looked, my shoulder hero yeah he talks about i really like the phrase that upward rotation around the scapula and thinking of it like sweeping around the rib cage rather than necessarily just when a lot of people talk about scap retraction and protraction just moving forward and back so moving your shoulders forward and back whereas really it's this the scapula shoulders are rolling around the rib cage and moving back and down rather than necessarily just back and pinning pinning into that position so yeah shoulder blades in your back pocket dropping your shoulders away from your ears and then when you get onto horizontal rowing kind of elbowing someone behind you in the ribs so rather than elbowing them at chest height (coughs) elbowing someone behind you in the ribs so you drive that elbow kind of back and down as well a couple of i guess cues that external cues that we use um getting people set up for a lot of row movements i also like a uh overhead negative so especially with a barbell for overhand pull-ups so however you want to get the bar overhead whether you do it powerfully normal press strength whatever it is but from that top position then slowly lowering yourself from that top of an overhead press position back down and so i tend to find it's the perfect like sort of addition to negatives because it helps you figure out where where the bar is going are you able to keep the bar close as you pull it down? Are you able to sort of feel that your shoulder blades and upper and mid back are lowering and helping stabilize your shoulders as you bring the bar down? Um, and so I tend to find people really feel their upper backs when doing negatives on an overhead press. Rather than just the pushing up, people tend to just lower the weights back down not out of control but just it's not under tension just drop it to the chest yeah. um and so if you really sort of slow down a negative overhead press to even five seconds or i mean it would be a horrible 10 second one <laughs> like with your to go with your chins um but i tend to find that helps scapular positioning as well as what your arms are doing as well as tension as well as all of the above that you sort of need for a pull-up I think overhead loading such a good catch-all and especially bilaterally if you're doing that with both hands on a barbell 
like so much stuff lights up doing anything overhead. I know, I, uh, I think there's um, all this slightly older, like postural assessment stuff that people used to do of overhead squatting and things. And I mean, realistically, you get anyone new into the, you get anyone experienced in the, to the gym overhead squatting. Like Still there's not many people <laughs> I know that can do it anyway. <laughs> So I'm just going to go through postural, this movement. In terms of a postural assessment, I think it's Even a bit Even with of a, my magic shoes. Yeah, a bit of an <laughs> ego damage for someone new into the gym. But definitely, <laughs> like, pressing overhead, holding a kettlebell overhead, anything like that with carries and stuff. Sort of lights anything up from shoulder stability, mm. scat movement, core tension, holding yeah. your rib cage down, all of that kind of stuff, lower back, what your hips are doing. So again, it's a bit like the dead bug. It catches so many things in there. It's a big net. I do like a, I don't even know if it's got a name other than upside down kettlebell walk. So as in holding the kettlebell. Bottoms up. There we go. That's what I was after. Bottoms up kettlebell carry. So holding the kettlebell upside down and then holding it sort of a 90 degree angle with your arm. And again, I tend to find that lights people up in their sort of, yeah. upper back on that one side scapular positioning um as well as grip and really yeah. holding that grip so again carry over to the pull up yeah i think grip on bottoms up is just the hardest thing about it the balance <laughs> it's so so, especially like if you've got a thick like we've got some thick and thin kettlebells as well if people have got thin ones at home i think they're a lot harder because you have to grip so much harder whereas if you've got like a thick um i guess they're more commercial then it's a little bit easier because you can just chalk them up and kind of it's a little bit easier to control so yeah they're, many, they're super tough so many people that have had like single arm overhead pressing sort of 20 25 kilo dumbbells and then you give them a 10 kilo kettlebell yeah. bombs up press and they just can't do it yeah. <laughs> just yeah. all over the shop yeah that's yeah, great they're, like they're goes everywhere slight divergence as well but like a double a dual bottoms up kettlebell front squat. They're absolutely oh, savage if you ever try yeah. those. So you've got a kettlebell in each hand, both facing up towards the ceiling, and then front squat it. Pass. Nothing to do with chin ups, but great exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom said that he wants that in his, uh, in his training this week, yeah. Rich. He'd only want it single leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Double kettlebells true. up, single leg, <laughs> yeah. pistol. <Whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> he only does single leg exercises. Yeah, he doesn't like double. <laughs> but yeah, I think stuff around that. I also find, again, this is a bit of a... I don't necessarily think it's got direct correlation, but doing press-ups, gym ring presses and stuff with people, again, just learning the movement of the shoulder, holding body weight as well, holding full body kind of plank tension, which is what you're doing vertically when you do a pull-up anyway. Um but getting people to be able to do press-ups and bodyweight press-ups has pretty good carryover to um, pulls as well, using mm. the muscles in the opposite direction. And like I say, just getting used to holding body weight through any exercise. Like we said at the beginning, those dead hangs and things are literally just hanging from the bar, testing grip strength, that kind of stuff. Um, any kind of rowing, horizontal rowing, three-point rows, all of that kind of stuff, cable rows. Um, because as well, while you're sort of pushing to get maybe a first chin-up or first couple of chin-ups, they might not be the prettiest thing in the world. 
Um, it might be a kicking legs, squirming chin, and like trying to throw your head towards the bar a little bit when you get the first ones. So mm-hmm. within the program as well, being able to do those horizontal rows, those three-point rows, and actually really think, like David said this morning with Maddie about the position of your shoulder blades, position of the dumbbell, where the weight's going, and all that kind of stuff can be really helpful um, and kind of works quite nicely alongside building towards chin-ups. <clears throat> Lots to be done to help towards a pull-up. Yeah, I think <clears> any, <throat> anything, else, anything else we've got. I think that pretty pull-ups, much covers Pull-ups, pull-ups help with pull-ups. Yeah. 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 Trees. yeah. <laughs> any kind of pull-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I think from dead bugs down onto the floor, looking at range at the shoulder, if there's anything that really lights up there that you need to focus on into our sort of continuum of vertical pulling exercises that we use with people and then complementary stuff around body weight presses, really like those overhead negative presses. Um, any weighted carries is always going to help with grip strength and then horizontal rows or three point rows, all that kind of stuff. And also, especially if you're in a commercial gym, we don't nec- we've got a cable machine, but we don't have a lat pull down at the gym. But getting to lower end rep ranges on a lat pull down as well, I think can be quite helpful. Yeah, It's quite common yeah, for everyone to go in and do a lat pull down and do like 10 to 12 reps on something. Like why not work that in the sort of four to six range and really work, focus on strength building through that range? rather than just high reps all the time. Because in the end, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to do one or two first reps of a chin-up. So being a bit more specific with the rep ranges as well can help. <clears throat> nice, yeah. nice. In it. Pull-ups. Done it. Complete, mate. Next week, we're having a tea and crumpet book review, aren't we, Jeff? When your new book arrives and you're going to talk when us it, through Yeah, that. I'll bring it in. We can, read, we can just read a chapter each. We'll read it to everyone. It's hot cross bun though, Rich. Get it right. Do that at school when you have to read out loud and you have to like read a line each or something. <laughs> read, a chat, yeah. read a paragraph each. David we'll do a bit of that time. next week. No, no, but don't get any complicated words. Fireside chats when it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that is everything from us. We've got social this month, 25th of March. We're going on a walk on Old Winchester Hill. Um, from the Have we picked a hill? Yeah. <clears throat> Old Winchester Hill. From the nice. Sustainability Cafe. There'll be a half-time stop at Allen's Coffee as well along the hill. All welcome. Uh, there's a little old hill fort up there as well. So we can do a little history tour. Lovely. It's like, a love, field, love. like a like a field Maddie's trip. just come back from a week of it. Yeah, we'll us. Do, yeah, we'll do a field trip. <laughs> Maddie's going to lead, looking at various rock formations around the hill. <clears throat> but yeah, twenty fifth of March, we'll go for a walk up there. Um, that is it from me. Any other business, guys? No, I think no. that's it. No, I think that's it. Social dress warm. Love pull ups. Yeah, it's going to snow. Yeah. 25th of March, okay. guaranteed snow. <clears throat> Probably will be snowing up there, up Old Winchester Hill. It's pretty high, isn't it? There's Simon Man Down again. There's Run Man Down. <laughs> this must be his time. Yeah, yeah. Run Man Down. It's just a uh, thumbnail at 9.56. We'll say, speed up, you're slow this week. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Excellent. Good uh, job, team. We'll see you next week. See, see you in the studio guys. with a proper jingle. And, Maybe. And the uh, Hot Cross Bun and Book Review. <laughs> there we go. Take it easy. Bye-bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.